Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of 4GQT TV. We have a very special guest today. His name is Carlos Navarro, and, uh, you know, we'll get into him in just a moment here. I'm just going to introduce Paris quickly. Hey, Paris, what's up? Hey, what's going on, man? This is exciting times. We got Carlos from The Bros here. Uh, we're going to talk about, you know, some personal development, talk about what's going on, talk about, of course, Hawkeye and all the all the wonderful things that he's doing right now. So excited let's get it going yeah absolutely so carlos hold on there i think there's an audience out there for you all right well carlos thank you so much for being here welcome to the show you have a very close name to mine as i met you before yeah you know you chased me around the convention a little bit yeah of course yeah we brought the attention of the uh, authorities there on scene, That's remember? Um, so, man, how did it all start for you? What was your, your break into whether it was radio, acting? You know, what gave you that nudge to say, hey, I want to do this and get into this career? Uh, you know, it's just uh, ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to be in movies and TV it was, from a very young age. I didn't know how. Um, but I definitely was quite obsessed with, uh, the filmmaking process. And so as I got older, um, I got into radio and then I started making little movies with like my friends and stuff. And I just kind of consistently stayed on a path and, and, uh, fortunately it kind of all worked out. Nice, nice, nice. That's awesome. Just, just to hear, you know, I was listening to one of your, uh, personal development, uh, 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 post that you uh, did not just recently, you know, from uh, Mugshot to Marvel, you know, that's, you know, telling that incredible story of sort of like how your life, uh, you know, and you, didn't even, you don't even have to share any of that stuff, right? It's just like <laughs> how your life, you know, transformed into where you, where you were at and then to where you are, you are at now. And then the stepping stones to like, you know, going up to, to all the great things that you're, that you're, that you're working on and stuff like that. So, you know, um, as, you know, someone that's, interested and you know big time marvel fan you know i got a marvel group five hundred thousand followers and all that other stuff nice. uh you know so like uh, what are um you know some of your biggest moments so far uh, for you in the uh the entertainment industry you know it could be radio it could be you know some of your the biggest moments for you well marvel for sure i mean booking hawkeye is pretty big and being a bad guy and uh but yeah i mean it's it's weird it's like when you're really wanting to do something in, in entertainment or it's your passion and you're willing to kind of risk it all for it, like every gig is a huge gig. I remember booking my first commercial and freaking out and being like, oh, my God, <laughs> I booked this commercial. And it was with Derek Jeter. And it was a crazy thing. Mm. It was 15 years ago. And, and I was just excited then as I am now for everything. But obviously, when you get to do things like Walking Dead or, or Marvel mm – -hmm where a lot of people know the project, it makes it that much sweeter. Yeah, yeah, it's so awesome to see you in Walking Dead. I was like, oh, he's on, oh my gosh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's cool, that's cool. You're part of the uh, the Walking Dead alumni, so that's, that's, yes. that's awesome. Well. Yeah, so, man, Carlos, you've been in a lot of stuff, and the one thing that I remember you from, if you remember at the convention, was I said Identity Thief. Yes. Remember, I didn't remember all that other stuff, and you're like, man, you got go watch Hawkeye. You gotta go watch The Walking Dead. You know? Um, so, how did you end up on The Walking Dead? 
you know, just had to audition just like every other actor. And after many, many different uh, kind of auditions and different roles they were kind of seeing before, luckily uh, there was a part in the kingdom that, that Scott Gimble had kind of had his eye on me for, for whatever reason. And then you look at the, the actual character in the comic and it looks like me. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I didn't know that until much later. And um, mm-hmm. so really that's how uh, I ended up on it was, just them kind of getting to know me through the audition process and then putting me as part of this, uh, this, which I think to this day is the best crew ever in the walking dead, considering nice. we were nice people. We weren't trying to kill anybody. We weren't trying to blow everybody <laughs> up, you know, so it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. That's been an awesome series. Uh, it's still, I think they just finally wrapped the final season, and yes. but it's got a bunch of different spinoffs and stuff like that. So that's, that's also cool. Nice, nice. Um, so, like, you know, as you're as you're working through, you know, let's talk about the radio show because uh, the radio show has been it's been what we say popping or cracking or it's <laughs> it's doing its thing. It's really it's been really wonderful to see. You know, I, I tuned in for a little bit today. Carlos uh, uh, Carlo uh, sent me the link. He was like, "Hey, they're live now." I was like, hey, "I'm on the West Coast, so it's seven a.m. I'm not working today." So I was like, "Let me just check this out, right?" Uh, and I've seen some of your tweets and stuff like that. So. Uh, uh, you know, go ahead. Let's talk about the show. You know, what do you like? What is the show about? You know, for people that are not, you know, because you you do it on YouTube. Shows based in Florida, but you talk about a wide variety of things that anyone can listen to. So you know, when we do post this and we post it across, you know, we we got video game fans, we got you know Marvel fans, we got all sorts of different fans that are, that that watch our shows and stuff like that. So can you? dive into some, a little bit of what the show is about yeah yeah i've been uh, very fortunate been part of uh the number one morning show uh here in, in all of florida really for the past 20 years and i uh, started there when i was younger as a producer now i'm one of the co-hosts mm-hmm. it's a five-hour live show on uh, one of iHeartRadio's big uh stations here in markets in orlando and uh, we're fortunate we uh we have a great loyal uh fan base because we're pretty, uh, we're 100% real. I mean, what you see is what you get. And we, we kind of cover right. every single topic from, you know, video games to life, to dating, to our own personal stuff, to what's <laughs> happening in the streets. And, mm-hmm. um, and I love it. I love uh, the connection. And fortunately, uh, you know, we continue doing well and, and dominating the market. Yeah, I mean, when I watch the show, there's just a lot of energy on that show, and it's like back and forth. It's just so cool. And all your co-hosts and all your – I don't know who's co-host, who's the host, but no matter what, the whole panel brings the energy. Yes. And it seems like it's not just one episode of energy. Every episode is full of energy. <laughs> I like the Halloween Horror Nights episode. I mean, you you guys dressed up for that. You went out. You rocked it. Oh, yeah. You had some fun. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, how did that concept come to be? We're like, oh, we're going to put on some wigs and rock this. Like, because that was great, by the way. That was awesome. Oh, man. You know, I've always, I'm a big kid, man. And everybody on that show kind of is the same way. And and especially just like a morning show. Of course, we're going to say crazy stuff and do stuff. But you want to laugh. You want to, for you know, mm-hmm. on your way to work, you know, think of something interesting, maybe thought provoking. Especially if you can see the, the guys and girls you listen to being silly. Um, you know, I always have a saying, like, I don't mind looking like a fool, but I just have to be okay with it, you know? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so, so like so many times people take themselves too seriously. Our show is not like that. We literally just had a meeting yesterday of, 
figuring out all these kind of unique things that we can do because we really kind of did change radio. Nobody was doing YouTube. I, this is about four, four or five years ago before anybody was really live streaming a lot. And we jumped mm-hmm. on there and we're very interactive. We have very loyal supporters. And so we're always thinking of cool stuff. And also it's like visual, right? So like you're, you're, you're going on YouTube, you see it's like cast and crew and they're all dressed up in these different things. Uh, it's eye catching, <laughs> you know? All right. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Orlando Magic. I saw those jerseys too. You guys, you were all rocking those. So that, yeah, those are, that, was, that was pretty cool. <laughs> How did that come about? Did they, did I, I, I assume that folks tune in from Orlando Magic and tune into the show? So yeah, that, uh... I'm a big diehard sports fan, especially the Magic. And through mm-hmm. the thick and thin, I'm always bigging them up. And you know, they've had some rough years, obviously, like a lot of teams. But the Magic, the Orlando yeah. Magic, are a first class organization. They love the show. They're always you know, mm-hmm. we do tickets with them, and they know, they know, they take care of the boy. You know, I'm always yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Orlando Magic. Hey, you know they, they were there. They were so close back with Penny and Shaq, and so that went too. away. And then they had yeah. a few Dwight Howard and all that. You know, they had some teams. They had some pretty team? good teams. So. What's your team? Uh, I'm Phoenix. Well, Seattle. Well, I'm in Seattle, so it's Seattle SuperSonics, but. They're they're gone, sure. so I'm Phoenix Suns. Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been liking them for years, uh, uh, and uh, I don't know, Carlo, you're you're in Tampa, so like, yeah, yeah your... but I'm a I'm a Philly fan because I'm from Pennsylvania. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So were you cheering Philly, them on in the series? Yeah, yeah. I'm cheering everybody on, man. I cheer the <laughs> Eagles on. I cheer the Flyers <laughs> on. You know, Just Philly, Philly here. You know. <laughs> Not Pittsburgh, but Philly. You gotta be no, yeah, not, right. Pittsburgh is the west side, you know. Philly is the east side. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So Carlos, um, you know, uh, let's dive into some of the uh, your, you know the personal uh, uh, stuff that you're working on. You know, from mugshots to Marvel. Let's let's dive into that. I don't want to take a serious tone to this interview, but you know, let's talk about it. You know. Um. Yeah. You know. I think. Uh, Mugshot to Marvel is one of the presentations and kind of like the ethos of the of of what I'm what I'm kind of doing now with a lot of people. You know, I went through a rough mm-hmm. path and was able to kind of figure out a better way of kind of going about things. And so that's kind of my mission now is to help people live out their passions in a smart way. Uh, and by doing that, you relieve that anxiety, the stress, the guilt, mm-hmm. the regret. So many people have always asked me, Hey, I want to be an actor. I want to do radio. You know, how do you do this? And when I was going through all those hard ass times, I was consistently working on my passion. And that was almost like the valve to release the stress and the anxiety that I was going through, through some really, really hard times. And if I didn't have Mm -hmm. that, I don't know where I'd be. So kind of my mission is out there just to talking to people, whether it's one-on-one coaching with people or whether it's in a big event or speaking, but really just sending the message that if you're able to really be very specific and figure out what your passion is, helping kids or drawing, being a teacher, video games, and you can facilitate it in one way where it doesn't mm. basically sacrifice your normal everyday life, man, it's a life-changing thing. Yeah, yeah, that's so awesome. I think that's really needed. I'm, I'm so happy that you're doing that. You know, I'm going to promo the heck out of that because, um, <laughs> you know, I, I just think when people, you know, they make it to a certain level and then they start giving back and then they talk about some of their personal sacrifices, now, some of the things that they had to go through themselves to to, uh, to achieve because it's so easy for people to fall back into 
whatever they were doing and to go back to that and then get in trouble. And then next thing you know, they're living out a prison term because they decided to do it again. And they just don't know that there's other paths for them. And then for people like yourself, I just read the Dave Batista article on GQ yesterday. Mm. And he was talking about sort of like how he was a, a bouncer in, in, in D.C. before he became a, a wrestler. And he was struggling. He didn't have money. And it was just like all bad for him. But, you know, he kept he kept pushing. And then, you know, same thing for you. And it's just like that that presentation you gave was so inspiring. Oh, and thanks, I think man. that uh, a lot, I think a lot of people, um, once they catch on to that and they get to know and they, they can sort of view that and they can, you know, I think there's a great path for you there. Right? Thanks man. The way that you present it, the way that you were able to articulate your message. I think it was really, 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 really powerful. And I appreciate that. And for all the people that are out there in the world that, that, Need some inspiration? Go check that out because it was awesome, and uh, we'll we'll definitely share the links. Oh, dude, like that. Paris, yeah, it's, it's great. I appreciate yeah. you bringing that up. It's kind of funny because that speech, that particular one, was done at my high school to kids that were like who I was, right? Like I almost didn't graduate right. high school, and I've gone back every year to help them. And every mm -hmm. year I've kind of grown, and every year it's a bigger deal when I go back. And this year I was able to go back and basically. Man, so many people are struggling that, you know, like so many people right. are just hurting and, 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 and one person or one activity or one night of with, with friends or building something can change your entire life. And we struggle right. so much. And, and I think luckily because of these cool kind of things like Hawkeye and walking dead and these different, the radio show, it buys mm -hmm. me this little bit of equity, this attention with, with you and those who and and it goes like oh well wait a second he did it and I know his ass messed up a lot so you know it, it, so it's really been working and very powerful very very powerful so thank you for allowing me to share that awesome awesome yeah it was great yeah so you know the one thing that I really did like a lot is I did go watch Hawkeye after I met you in person Good. I Good. went ahead and watched Hawkeye and. Uh, I got to say, man, that was a really cool role that you did. Like, Thanks, I really man. liked it. The tracksuit mafia thing. Hey, you know, bro. when I was when I was a little kid, you know, I wore tracksuits. I had the Hell Adidas yeah. tracksuit. <laughs> I had the snap-off pants. I had everything, man. I had the, I had the whole thing. I and, never uh, wore them before. That's the funny thing. I no, never, that's I've, the first thing. I've, I've never what? said this before. This is so funny. So as you're saying this, I was reminded of me and Alex and Piotr, the other bros. And um, mm -hmm. and we thought we were going to get, like, some amazing outfits. We had no idea what characters we were playing, nothing. We were literally walking mm -hmm. in at the same time. And then they put us on these smooth tracksuits fitted, and we're like, damn. So we both, like, hey, let's meet up for dinner that night or whatever. And we go, we leave, we come back, and we put our own wearing, like, sweatpants and tracksuits. And they're like, do you normally wear this? Like, no, it was just so comfortable. I went out and bought some. <laughs> so we literally went out and picked some up and – so we were living kind of the role of the tracksuit bros, you know, so you would tracksuit day, tracksuit night. So, <laughs> yeah, that was, so, that was awesome. So great. Yeah, nice, that nice. was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, so like as, as you're, as you're shooting that um, and you're, you're going through um, the season, it had wonderful praise. It was good. It's now officially a holiday uh, show because you know, right. went through the first year, you know, now it's this year. So, you know, a lot of people are watching it. I'm proud awesome. of that. As a holiday guy, as like a Christmas dude, I love that we are like, you know, you got the Guardians deal going. And of course, like I'm a yeah. diehard Marvel guy as well. So it's not like I'm just like some, oh, I booked a role and I have no idea. No, I, I'm a, I'm right. a, I'm CU dude. So like, um, <laughs> so yeah, to be a part of like 
forever it to kind of be no you got to watch hawkeye during christmas come on you know yeah you got you yeah yeah the bros you know (laughs) yeah so how was uh you know uh after you got that part you know after you know you did the auditions and stuff like that and you got it you know how you know how hard was it for you to transition into that sort of picking up that style of uh character for that particular role because for me a lot of people are like oh they're just the bros you know that's not i'm like yo that would be hard you know that's because it's not every day but now you gotta take that persona and you gotta wear it a little bit but you know it's like a cool thing so it's like for me i was like oh these guys are the best like <laughs> hey marvel we need to have these guys need to have a spinoff series they need to have the bros we just need to have a I will, tracksuit series. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, uh, I didn't know obviously beforehand uh, that much about the tracksuit mafia, and then once yeah. you booked the role, and they're like, "No, this is actually from a series that was really highly acclaimed," and, and then I'm like, "Oh, mm. these guys are freaking! This is the mafia!" And I always thought I'd be like more in like the Godfather mafia, you know, with the suits, <laughs> and you know, but yeah. like this yeah. is, and, and so when you ask Paris, like, how hard was it? I'll be dead honest. Yeah, this role was made for me. <laughs> Like mm. I'm that dude. Like I'm the like yeah. like the, when you looked at our auditions, like me and Piotr and and uh, mm. Alex's auditions, we were the mm. bros. Like we just kind of saw before they didn't say it was a tracksuit mafia arena for it. It was like Margarita right. Black. The script was we didn't know what the hell it was. It was just like right. you're playing these kind of henchmen, and um and so my job was to make him a henchman and funny and crazy, but then. There has to you have to think that they're real. Like you probably could go down to the store and see their asses, you know. See, yeah, and, right, um, right, right. and the best and the best um, uh, praise I got was uh, from uh, Matt Fraction, the author of, uh, mm. of Hawkeye. When I saw him at the par- premiere party afterwards, he goes, "You guys did it, man. That's exactly who I was thinking of when I wrote the comic." And it was like, "You're my dude for that, man." Very good. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome! So awesome! Tracksuit mafia so great yeah i gotta say um the tracksuit mafia you know as i said i really like that now the question is though carlos the question is this ready so you wore the tracksuit right on the show have you ever gone into the radio studio with that tracksuit on in the florida heat have you ever made that man let me tell you about the florida heat that's why I've never actually worn tracksuits before because you sweat right through them. Like, you sweat right you through it. Yeah, maybe six days. And I do have them. I got a bunch of sweatpants now. But you got maybe a week in separate times in Florida that you can actually put on sweatpants. So um, as far as the tracksuit, I can neither deny nor uh, say that I own one or have one. But um, it's definitely what I, I – I, let's just say um, I'm – yeah. Uh, you know, Marvel needs to know what they need to know. But if I see if you see yeah, me at a car yeah. wearing a, a, a tracksuit, let's just say it's one of them. Oh, you know, you buy them, right? Exactly. You know, it's Adidas, right? <laughs> we yeah, we get them on for we get them on no, sale in bro. Florida, right? You know the crazy cause... thing? They formed yeah. each one. It was tailor fitted. Tailor fitted. You put it on. Ah. You were putting on, and you know, they, and the great thing was for me, like obviously, I like jewelry. If you're watching, you know, you can see I have at least a necklace yeah, on. But they were like, yeah. "What is Enrique like? What is what?" And I was like, "Look, bro, Enrique likes all the chains." And so <laughs> I grabbing all <laughs> the chains chain. and all. It. So that's how Enrique. Enrique was always a, a, a version of Takashi Six Nine and the hyenas of Lion King. That was always who oh, I saw. Gosh. 
yeah. as Enrique. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> nice. That that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, like yeah, they did that for you. Well, that was how hey. I always saw it. You know, like and and we yeah. as an actor, they don't tell you anything. Like literally, when I met with Kevin Feige and when I met with the directors and everything, they're just happy you're there. Once you're there as an actor, your job is just do what you do. They very little direct you. They very mm. little cut you off. It's just like you do your thing. And after talking with Kevin Feige, he was so kind and so like, you guys are the tracksuit mafia. And he was like, I didn't know what to expect with you guys. So, so mm. you have to do all that stuff to make it feel good and make it feel real when you're watching them. Because if not, if it's just like a character where you're like, eh, whatever. But my role in that character right. was, yo, I'm crazy, bro. I'm with my dudes here, my bros. Like, let's get crazy, man. Let, yeah. That's how it all comes to light. It's the, the funny thing is like when like as fans, you know, as Marvel fans and stuff like that, when we're watching, you know, just the series, the shows and the movies or whatever, there's, there's a select group of uh, characters within these, uh, within these, you know, major franchises or movies and stuff like that, that you'd be like, you know what, that would work as a spinoff. Yeah. That's the first thing down in my head. I was like, tracksuit would work. I know they're doing an echo spinoff and I can't wait for that, but I just like the, the, the tracksuit, like, I could see that actually working something. I don't know. Just my brain just thinks so. And I'm like, you know, if there is, great. Don't say anything. But if there isn't, you're you know, not the first person to knows? say that. I'll tell you that. And <laughs> right. and, and, and many yeah. other people that said that also, their name rhymes with Feige. So, uh, right. you know, it's, uh, it looked to me like I, it, I, I, I'm like, it's hard. It's weird, right? Because it's like, I'm a fan. I watch all these shows and I'm critiquing mm -hmm. them and I'm going to YouTube and I'm watching the Easter eggs. And then all of a sudden right. I'm on the set and I'm literally talking to the people and I'm literally, so you have, I have this like weird perspective of like me, Carlos mm -hmm. watching Hawkeye. And then there's Carlos, the movie dork who watches it going, I like those tracksuit guys. They would be cool. And so, <laughs> you know, so it's almost this unbiased <laughs> opinion, but, um, yeah. But it, I'm very fortunate, very grateful, mm -hmm. and and we'll see where it all goes, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. going for it. Thank yeah. you, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we we'll, want to we'll, see we'll you back in that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> That's hey, forget about it. We want to see you back in there. You know what I mean? That's what. Um, <laughs> so, man, conventions, right? I mean, now you've been in a lot of stuff, so... You've been doing conventions. At least I've seen you at a convention, right? Oh, yeah. Any upcoming conventions that you're going to? Yeah, actually, I'll be in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico here January uh, 12th through the 15th. <laughs> and I do a lot of Florida conventions. I do pretty much all of Florida pretty much every year with the radio show. With I got this weird mix of supporters and fans, and not in the sense that they're weird, but just like I, I've I've been fortunate that my career has been long and it's been radio mm -hmm. and then some great big shows that I've been on and then just now personal development. So I mean, maybe you, when you were there, you kind of saw it like, cause Carlo was able to come out to one, like mm -hmm. it's just a really cool mix of people that come out. So no matter where I go, I always have, you know, the radio shows national, you can hear it everywhere. And so I love it. I'm a people person. I love talking with everybody individually, like Carlo, when people come up and mention random you know, movies or shows, or, oh, I loved you on Bloodline, or whatever. It's a, it's an honor, man. I think of little-ass mm. Carlos, who didn't speak English, who just freaked out if anybody knew who he was, and, like, people, I can make their day just by being nice to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's nice. crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. That's great that you attend them and, you know, you're giving back, it. you know, you're, you're showing it, you know, now that COVID's over, you can get yes. out and, you know, meet people and stuff. So that's, that's yeah. totally awesome. Yeah. 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 I just want to say, you know, um, for many people that have met at conventions, you're very approachable. Okay. And I, I know that sometimes fans, you know, get a little nervous coming up to people, but I just want to say, I saw your interaction with a lot of people there and what blew my mind, what I thought was really cool that you did was the, uh, girl that was in the Star Wars costume. I'm not sure if you remember at the time, but she had a really good Star Wars costume. Oh yeah, and yeah. you had, and you actually gave her some advice, man. Like that was so cool to see that because it's not something I see a lot of. You know, I don't. Mm-hmm. I've been to a lot. I've met a lot of different people at conventions, and I just never seen advice given before like that. Mm-hmm. that oh, just, thank you. That for was really that. kind of you. Um, yeah. Nice. You know what, man? Honestly, um, I appreciate you saying that because, like, I think, like, I just mentioned me, like, being a kid and, like, like, I think, oh, man, if I got to meet somebody that I saw on these shows or something like that, just even if it was for a second, I would have, A, freaked out. Like, because I'm one of those people, like, when I meet somebody that I really like, like, when I work with Jason Bateman or whatever, I always say, hey, man, Andrew Lincoln, first thing I walked up, dude. Big fan, big fan, you know, and that gets it out of the way. So I know that feeling and I'm not trying to compare myself in that manner, but I also know this, Carlo, like it goes back to the passion project. Like, I think honestly, my main goal here, one of my main goals is to pass on that word to somebody Mm -hmm. and give them hope and belief. And whether they do know me or maybe they met, they just like that girl didn't know me. She just passed by and I just was marveling at her uh, costume and mm-hmm. there's so many talented people and the worst thing in the world is for somebody to to be laying on that that deathbed with just unfulfilled talent and unfulfilled goals and them looking over you going why didn't you use them and it takes one person one mm-hmm. sentence to set that off and then everybody benefits so i appreciate you saying that yeah. carlo that's that's something that I feel like a moral obligation kind of to do. I don't do it like, oh, I better tell her this. I better tell her that. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. I see it and I'm like, I got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And, and that, nice. that made her day just because I remember her parents' reaction too. They were like, oh, woo, you you were in Hawkeye? And, and, and <laughs> he, this guy's giving my daughter advice? This is awesome. And that's just, I mean, that kindness shows right through Thank there. You. you know, like it's, it's great. Nice. Yeah, that just shows like you know what type of person you are, you know, and that's that's so awesome, and and, and we love it. Um, one other thing, you know, we do talk video games. You know, I work at Xbox and just do, do a few things there. Um, so, like, are you big uh, video game Man. person? I, I know you. I know you did some voiceovers and some games. I saw some Madden stuff. So, like, you want to touch on yeah. some of the video games? And you know, what do you do? Or are you looking to particularly do any more video games as a voiceover as a voice actor voice actor you know not not in uh specifically in the sense of like am i looking i've been fortunate where i've gotten to do been on red dead redemption and a lot Mm -hmm. of madden and um i worked for ea sports for several years uh as one of their kind of producers talent kind of deal but i was always a gamer always going back to the old days but then at a certain point i couldn't game as much um and, but but I loved it, and and fortunately, uh, EA Sports really uh, has always kind of believed in me, and they kind of always kind of call me back. So I'm the voice of the quarterback in a lot of those games, and and yeah. uh, I love it. I, I've done a lot of voice acting. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to get on Grand Theft Auto. 
maybe you know i feel like i got the <laughs> red dead go. redemption so <laughs> got the, you, got, you know <laughs> so the western version of that uh so yeah, um, but nothing it's, a, it's a super hard difficult thing to do like it's mm-hmm. because there's a lot of competition um and a lot of talented people uh mm-hmm. so i'll take them as they come nice nice it's awesome yeah, I was just touching on that a little bit because I see, you know, some the Madden stuff and, you know, Red, Red, Red Dead Redemption and stuff like that. So that's cool. Uh, real quick, I know that um, we're getting to the time, but I just want to ask yeah. you. So you've done voice acting, you've done acting, right? Yes. Um, and I know that they're both kind of, they're different, but yet in some aspects, the emotional energy might be the same. What do you find more difficult or more challenging? Um... Uh, definitely um reg quote unquote like physical acting not voice acting um mm-hmm. voice acting and radio five hours a day i've done thousands of characters like live improv that's my bread and butter that's like literally mm-hmm. like what i love improv i think there are more challenges to physical acting have y'all seen the northman did you see the northman not yet oh go see yeah, that yeah Oh my gosh. So that type of filmmaking and that type of acting, the only thing I can compare to is like the walking dead where we're in gear and we're shooting and we're running. That physically is very difficult. When you see Tom Mm -hmm. Cruise doing that stuff and I'm, and I'm talking about like that level, that's more difficult, but the most difficult thing, the most difficult thing is everything it takes to get the gig. All mm-hmm. of the logistical auditions, getting the agent, getting the nose, getting the but any of the actual performance is easy. You're there. It's like this. <laughs> You're right? there, you, you got the gig. Everything that yeah. that blocks you from getting that is actually the harder part. That and that's why people give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's the whole mm-hmm. multiple auditions. It's it's the grind. That's the grind it's work, grind. right? And, you ever notice, like yeah, for example, yeah. like when you see somebody come out of nowhere. Like, and I just use this for example, like the Captain Phillips dude. Remember, like you saw the cat. Oh man, the cat, the cat, they casted the Somalian dude, and man, he's right there with yeah. Tom Hanks, and oh, he's going to be the next big actor. He got nominated for an Oscar, and I'm just picking this guy out of nowhere. I'm not for any reason, and, but I right, right, here's right. the deal. Okay, well, that, he's got to be a real actor now. He's got to go get an agent. He's got to go get. He's got to put in the auditions. He's got to get his little actor's yeah. access going. He's got to send all these things yeah. out. That's what people don't want to do. So that's when I coach people. I'm like, are you willing to do that? Or do you want to just go like be an actor at the local theater, which is totally fine. It'll give you the same buzz. It'll give you the same Mm -hmm. buzz, but one's going to be a lot more time and discipline and harder. And it'll break you down, Carlo and Paris. Like if I didn't have Mm -hmm. my wife after auditions, sometimes when you're like, and then you're watching them on TV or watching the movie. Like when I didn't book in the Heights, and I saw like Lin Manuel, and I had a, I was up for that. It, it was like, mm. whoosh, whoosh. but oh, it's like, a, oh yeah. yeah. But you go, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna do this till I die. And the people mm. that don't, then they end up just kind of giving up. So that was a very yeah. long answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's all good because I can imagine. Like you're like you're you're doing it, and then uh, uh, well, actually, that it's almost like. For me, like, I remember people getting a job that I, like, wanted. This is before, right? And I see those people that are in that same job, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I remember. I want, you know, 
those sort of things, right? All and I can bet, you know, you're watching the TV or the movie or whatever. You're like, or and if you made it to like the final two or three, oh, always. And you're, Walking Dead happened you know, all you're the time. There, you're, yeah, yeah, you're there, and they're like, oh, and then you see it, you're like, baby. I'm gonna watch it. No, I'm not gonna watch it. No, I'm oh, gonna yeah. watch it. My new shows, I quit <laughs> <Yeah>. watching. <laughs> you book me, I ain't watching it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> so, you know, Paris has a very important question for you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, right before we, so we're going to wrap up here, uh, uh, Carlos. Cool. Uh, we, you know, we have this ongoing uh, question that we ask, you know, all our you know, celebrity guests, right. people that we interview, and all that other stuff. And um, uh, uh, do you like pineapples on pizza? Mm. Like, yay or nay? I am nay on the pineapple on pizza. Um, mm -hmm. I've never ordered it. Um, I think I've had it once, but I know it is a big uh, point of contention for many people. Uh, <laughs> I am let the, let, let people live. They want to eat the pineapple on the pizza. Hey, more regular pizza for me. <laughs> My man. That's right. Yeah. I can sit down yeah. and eat a pizza with this guy. Yeah. Right. Cause no pineapples. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. No pineapples yeah. over yeah. here. You know, but Hey, if you like the pineapples, Paris, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, we have this ongoing thing. There's some people who are like, oh, you know, they do. They go into a a whole nother. How would you ever tarnish a pizza like that? That's right. Yes, that's right. It. Yeah, yeah. Or you have the other ones. Oh, I just love the sweetness and the sweet and savory. And the, yeah, the, yeah, the savory. And then I throw the little spice on it, and then the sweet, and then it just makes the a whole. You're not pizza gonna sell me, Paris. Yeah. You're not gonna sell me. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, don't ever open a pizza place with pineapples. Just okay. Don't do it. <laughs> no. no. No, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it pineapple Paris pizza. There you go. P -P -P. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, right. <laughs> awesome, Carlos. Uh, um, man, you know this has been a blast. Uh, thank you for spending some time uh, with us today. Um, uh, go ahead and uh, let everyone know where we can find you on the interwebs, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Ah, uh, yes. It's been great being on here with you boys. My bros over here. You know, I got bros here. I got bros there. Now I got bros right here. Uh, you there can you find go. me on my two brand new websites, um, if you can remember them. Here we go. It's IamCarlosNavarro.com. Pretty easy. Mm -hmm. And uh, then yep. the other one is To the Top, Never Stop. And that is uh, my catchphrase and mantra. Mm -hmm. And uh, you'll see all sides of Carlos Alberto Navarro that you've heard here today. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, we'll definitely take those uh, links and we'll have them on the, on, in the video. Um, we awesome. appreciate you. Uh, thank you for your time. Thank you guys. Carlo. No awesome. Y'all be out. good. See ya. Yeah. Thank Woo. you. Later, thank you, everybody. Thank you for watching. Um, that's so much fun.